But yes, there is such a thing as a mug with Christmas sweaters on it, and I have that for you. Ugly Christmas sweater? Yes, absolutely. So it's like a like a koozie, but it's Christmas sweater material. Kind of. It's but knitted in for my mug. It's so strange. <laughs> does it does it keep your beverage extra toasty? And my heart. <laughs> it's it it my brother bought it for me. He's living with me, uh, or at least he was as of yesterday. And he came home and he's like, Oh, by the way, I found this and I thought of you. I don't know what he was implying with that comment, but I it was awesome. <laughs> But it warms your cockles. It warms all my cockles. Every last cockle. <laughs> <laughs> Not wow. one cockle is left in the cold. Oh, what a great way to start this podcast. Uh, Merry Christmas, everyone. So 248, it's a podcast with this guy <laughs> and some guys on Skype. Oh, no. They were going to be able to tell from the audio quality. Oh, no. What do you mean? <laughs> Hi, Craig. Hi, Mike. What you doing over there? I'm sitting in my apartment because I got lazy today. <laughs> did you? 45 did, minutes before I was supposed to be there, I <laughs> texted Mike and said, would, would you mind if I stayed home today? <laughs> were, were you out late drinking? No, I'm just lazy. Just lazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you didn't want to wish me happy birthday in person, huh? Is it your birthday today? You're such a terrible friend. I am. Let me let me check my Facebook. <laughs> that's, that's oh yeah, I that's know. right. That's right. Facebook hasn't told you yet. <laughs> right. Exactly. Because that's how you know when it's someone's birthday now. Oh look, it is your birthday. Yeah. I'm going to write you a birthday wish on Facebook right now. Thanks, Craig. Happy Cal- calendar schmalenders. Period. I did the bare minimum mm-hmm. required. Wow, not even an exclamation birthday. mark. Oh, now you're you're, you're challenging me? I, I Challenge guess, accepted. No. You're about to get inundated with like every happy birthday meme I can find. Fantastic. And while and, you're doing that, um, me and uh, this guest over here will do the show. That's right. The Nerd Burger Nativity scene would not be complete without Joseph! <laughs> hey, guys! Oh, my gosh. I, I feel honored you played Weird Al for me. Thank you so much. <laughs> yes, it's the uh, it's the last episode before Christmas. And uh, so we have, we, we have Joseph. We Merry Christmas. every one time, you know, <laughs> special guest. <laughs> and I even brought my uh, my mug with my Christmas sweater wrapped around it. I, that is a thing. I don't know if you guys have you, ever seen that before, there, but yes, there is such a thing as a mug with Christmas sweaters on it, and I have that for you. Ugly Christmas sweater? Yes, absolutely. So it's like a like a koozie, but it's Christmas sweater material. Kind of. It's but knitted in for my mug. It's so strange. <laughs> does it does it keep your beverage extra toasty? And my heart. <laughs> It's it, it. My brother bought it for me. He's living with me, uh, or at least he was as of yesterday. And he came home and he's like, "Oh, by the way, I found this and I thought of you." I don't know what he was implying with that comment, but 
I it was awesome. <laughs> but it warms your cockles. It warms all my cockles. Every last cockle. <laughs> <laughs> Not wow. one cockle is left in the cold. Oh, what a great way to start this podcast. Uh, Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> okay, so Joseph, um, just to let everybody know here, Joseph, I met through the interwebs, and uh, you came and played um, the very, very first session of Die Laughing when we first tried it out. Um, you will be happy to know that I've run it um, a number of times since then, and it's gained traction. It's doing well. People are liking it. I even had a, a group of guys stream an episode, uh, like a two-hour thing online um, on their little webcast, their Twitch channel, of them playing the game like a week after one of the guys bought it from me at PAX Unplugged. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I will, It doesn't surprise me because when I played that game, what does surprise me that was it, that that was the first time uh, you'd ever play tested it, but it doesn't surprise me that it's getting traction. It's it's easily one of the coolest games I've played in a long time as far as uh, story RPGs go. Um, sure. It's got this like low threshold for entry for anybody to get into it. It's got these very interesting characters. Uh, they're very, and cute too. Uh, my guy, I suddenly became very emotionally attached very quickly, and I don't know how <laughs> how that happened. Uh, I, I guess I saw something in the character. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, and the format's super flexible, and I just can't speak highly enough about it. It's a it's an awesome, awesome game. If if you if you're already selling it online, everyone needs to go find that. It's not online yet. It's still okay. it, I mean what I'm selling is like the bare bones preview edition just so people can try it out and okay. provide me with feedback. Got it. Okay. Well, here's my feedback. Everyone, when this thing comes out officially, you gotta have it. <laughs> there you go. And- and it's a small game, so it'll be super cheap. Yes. When, when do it, I get to play test it, Craig? I don't know. When are you available? Should I come? <laughs> o- should I come over there today? <laughs> can Can you <laughs> Can you play with just one person? No, you need like four or more. Oh, okay. It's a, it, It's a. It's a. You're playing it, the characters in a horror story, so you need a bunch of people to die. Got it. And anyway, everyone does well, die. Every everyone dies, man. And you know, when you get into the <laughs> game, you're like you get invested in the character. It's it's so strange because they're you're playing to these stereotypes and these um, archetypes. And once you get in, like you can't help but I was standing on a chair yelling, like I was in it. It was awesome. <laughs> I, I tell the story, and this is how. Okay, so nobody ever wants to like hear your story of your story RPG when after you've already played it, they only oh, want to, yeah, that's you know the what I mean? Worst. Yeah. I'm that guy. I told that I do that. Uh, and I, tell <laughs> you're the my, worst. I am. And I'm, oh, I'm okay with that. I own it, but I tell people that story and the, the ending and like how this movie played out in my head and your head and everyone that was there. Uh, and it was, it's super, super memorable. Well, that makes, that warms my cockles. Thank you. <laughs> Every last one of them. <laughs> yes. Toasty cockles for everyone. <laughs> you know, someone could creatively edit that and make it sound weird. But that yeah. person would be me, so we'll see if that happens. <laughs> you put it out there, now it's going to happen. <laughs> we, we say stuff on the podcast all the time that could be creatively edited out we, to sound I, terrible. We, we have taken stuff that guests have said and edited it and sent it to them as an MP3. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Boy, you sound terrible saying this. <laughs> uh, 
Is it news time? I no. All right, news time. What's news, Joseph? All right, so the first thing that I... <laughs> oh, man, and preface everyone. I scoured the internet trying to find something interesting to bring to the table. Um, I, I It just occurred to me that... Or not just occurred to me. It occurred to me while I was doing this. I'm not good at finding interesting things to talk about. So here we go. Uh, so are you familiar with the uh, the 90s screensaver maze thing? Uh, and you it would, like, push you through a maze and you'd... Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, well, okay, so some guy out there in the world has made it into a video game. No, I don't know just you... A, you just keep walking. Okay, so <laughs> I, can, <laughs> I can sort of uh, read you what, the, uh, what this article says about, like, how, what happens in it. Um, <laughs> okay, so if you, uh, specifically what this article says is, if you were drinking the right flavor of Mountain Dew at the time, it did blow your mind briefly. So this game uh, apparently pushes you through the maze and it has like flying toasters and like uh, big smiley faces and things shoot through the walls and transform in different textures and things like that as you go. But my, my question for you two is if, if this is how far we've come, it's not a matter of can we, but should we? <laughs> so somebody took a bunch of different screensavers from the late 80s and 90s. And just put them in a bucket and just stuck a stick in there and stirred them all around. Basically. And I mean, poured I, it I, into a video game. Yeah, Which, it's a, a one maze, that one maze screensaver. But basically, yes. Does it have the endless pipes? Yeah, pipes was my favorite. Ooh, I could I sit there and watch that forever. That one and the like the bouncing bubbles, the ones that would ricochet off the edges of the screen. I was, I was full on pipes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it does have... A, Hard it, down with pipes. <laughs> Hard down with pipes. New band name called it. Well, it does have this uh, Steve Carell like voice from like the Anchorman <laughs> yelling instructions at you in the game, like Brick Tamlin. <laughs> yeah, turn left. <laughs> Dodge the, the toaster. It, the article specifically says that it has a particularly gleef or no, what is it? Sort of like a gleefully stupid Tron. That's what this game. Is. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to play it now. Yeah. I will send you the link to please, this game. Please do. <laughs> yeah, we'll put, that, we'll, we'll put that in the show notes for everybody. Go you got it. Check it out. Let's see if we can crash their like two meg server. Apparently, it's like it's apparently it's free too, which is awesome. Oh, Ooh. excellent. But uh -oh. yeah, so that's my first news item there. <laughs> Let's, right. what, what do I got here? Oh, um, you guys, you guys have been to Waffle House, right? Of course, uh, I, I live there. <laughs> Waffle House never closes, which means you can go popping in there at oh three in the morning. Yeah, unless like, it, uh, unless it's a terrible hurricane, and then you know that it's really bad, and you should have evacuated because even the Waffle House closed. Right, right. That's a metric. Yes, yeah. the the Waffle House index. Correct. <laughs> We've talked about this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why. I'm <laughs> um, anyway, you up. Uh, South Carolina Alex Bowen ventured into his uh, local Waffle House at three in the morning and didn't find anybody there, and he went back uh -oh. outside around and he couldn't find anybody it was and open and inside. empty it, it went back inside and he looked around a little bit more and he found the the, the lone employee sleeping <laughs> in a boot kind of back in the corner where you couldn't see him well if nobody's so, gonna show up you may as well you know make use of that does, time what what do you do <laughs> if you're alex 
Um, you draw a penis on his forehead. <laughs> no, you make your breakfast. So he goes up behind oh! the counter and makes himself. <laughs> I heard but, uh, about this. This is not he... like a standard menu item. This is one of those weird things that they've got. Right? Sure. He's, he, as he put it, got hot on the grill with a double Texas bacon cheesesteak melt with extra pickles. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Yum. When I was done, I cleaned the grill, collected my ill-gotten sandwich, and rolled on out. Did he pay so for it? So, basically, he's employee of the year. Well, he uh, he remarked um, later in this article that he might have been a little drunk when oh. he did this. He did return later in the day to pay for his sandwich. Oh, okay. He didn't pay. And... He, he paid for it <laughs> after the fact, but he did clean up after himself. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, I mean... He must not have been that have, drunk. Have you never I, been to a Waffle House where all the employees are sleeping? No. Oh, I okay. haven't been Maybe to that the, was just me. I haven't been to a Waffle House where all the employees had teeth. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Ooh. Boo. Oh, Low-hanging fruit. <laughs> um, but uh, as it turns out, the, uh, the employee got suspended for a week. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. And, Man. um... I wish I could sleep on the job and only have to get to spend it for a week. That'd be awesome. A statement from Waffle House said, Our local division manager has spoken to Alex and apologized. For safety reasons, our customers should never have to go behind the counter. Rather, they should get a quality experience delivered by friendly associates. In a related note, obviously Alex has some cooking skills, and we'd like to talk to him about a job since we make something for him. <laughs> so, so this guy had an impromptu Waffle House audition. <laughs> Holy moly. I'd call it an interview, but he didn't talk to anybody, so I'm going with audition. <laughs> Who are the judges? The security cameras? Uh, whoever was watching that, yeah. Oh so, my gosh. Yeah, maybe this guy works there now. Hey, South Carolina people, go to, uh, what is it, uh, in West Columbia and see if, check your West Columbia <laughs> Waffle Houses and see if there's an Alex working there. Holy moly. What else is news, Mike? Is that near Irmo? I don't know. <laughs> it just says West Columbia. <clears throat> I live there. Anyway, uh, it's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have you heard about this uh, this uh, robot that wrote a Harry Potter novel? Yes, I have. <laughs> okay, this is going to be good. It's, you are Hagrid now. It's um, <laughs> it, they yeah, it's uh, it's an algorithm that they input information into and then it it uses that information to create more of whatever the thing is um and they've they have a whole website it's called botnik and uh <laughs> the harry potter thing is just the most recent thing that they have it wrote a book called harry potter and the portrait of what looked like a large pile of ash <laughs> well yeah. they are all named harry potter and something mm-hmm and okay. it's got uh well just to give you a sample of the book uh, leathery sheets of rain lashed at Harry's ghost as he walked across the grounds toward the castle. Whoa! Ron was standing there and doing a kind of frenzied tap dance. He saw Harry and immediately began to eat Hermione's family. Did I pronounce that correctly? Hermione, close enough. We all know who you're talking about. How is it pronounced? Hermione. Hermione. Ron's Ron shirt was just as bad as Ron himself. If you... <laughs> If you two can't clump happily, I'm going to get aggressive, confessed the reasonable Hermione. But they've okay, got that's... all kinds of other stuff in here. No, um, the, uh, no, I, I'm just I'm envisioning the scene. So Ron is sitting there wearing a shirt with his own portrait on it. It says Ron's Ron shirt. Yeah, right. 
Um, and he's doing a little dance. He's nervous about something. And Harry's dead. <laughs> well, he's a ghost. Okay, so is, maybe he just got ensorcelled. That... Maybe he got, yeah, maybe he got, you know, <laughs> got, he got hit with a spell <laughs> that transformed it, made him incorporeal. Sure, yeah. you know, in, in, incorporeous. And he's got to uh, undo that. Maybe that's the, or maybe the pile of ash in the title is, is his body to be Harry's remains. Mm-hmm. Like he's returning. This is, this is Harry's Jesus story. He's got to come back from the dead. He's so he makes it through those seven years at school, survives the battle at Hogwarts and like, just, I don't know what gets hit by lightning <laughs> reduced to a pile of he ash. Crushed, and now he's got to get crushed by a piano on the sidewalk. <laughs> This this whole story made my day when I saw it. This was the first thing I read when I woke up a few days ago. <laughs> I I found it on Twitter, and when I read it, I for some reason I was just full of joy. the The very last paragraph on one of these uh, pages was the pig of Hufflepuff pulsed like a large bullfrog. Dumbledore smiled at it and placed his hand on its head and said, "You are Hagrid now. Are you kidding me?" That is the funniest thing the internet has likely produced in the last two years. <laughs> I love it. I gotta read it now. I haven't read any of the books, but I'll read this. <laughs> Sorry, I JK. Hope, I hope they make an entire book out of it. I hope they make the movie. <laughs> well, I think this it, could be done. They could do this like on Funny or Die or, or uh, College Humor or something like that. They could use did, this as a script. Did it not write an entire book? I thought that's what it did. I, I don't know if it wrote a whole. I don't, I don't I mean, know. She, well, anyway, J.K. JK Rowling has written a few like short stories about Harry as well. Correct. Mm, like since, I don't know. since the books six since the books came out, I think she wrote a couple of other little things here and there. Nothing uh, book length about Harry, but I, I'm I'm not sure. Maybe I'm talking on my ass. Well, I like to think that I'm a Harry Potter connoisseur. Uh, there have been a few things that she's put out about um, his son. Albus, um, but not nothing's of substance. Nothing like nothing. No real stories. They're just little excerpts about him wandering around the castle, running into Snape in a portrait, and talking to him about you know his dad and you know the whole story, like things like that. But nothing of substance, really. Okay. This uh, botnik.org has all kinds of stuff on here. They they apply this algorithm to multiple. In multiple areas, um, <laughs> scroll down a few, and they have uh, they had it come up with names for marijuana strains, in- including Storm Doe, Chocolate Technology. Oh, nice, Senor New Metal, <laughs> Horror Queso, <laughs> Papaya Wow. <laughs> that sounds like a Japanese strain. And my, you know, that'll, that'll be in, in bright orange letters yeah. with a yellow outline and, and exclamation marks. <laughs> Bye-bye, wow. And my personal favorite, ham. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> okay, here's um Halloween safety tips. Okay. Candlelit pumpkins may lead to permanent vision loss. Don't see them. I believe that just like staring at the, you know, sitting too close to the television (laughs) on the big day, destroy your child's costume. Say that it was the work of dead Celtic druids. Tampering with experiences is a big part of being a parent. (laughs) Again, this is a computer that just made this stuff up. 
based on I love it. thing whatever they input into it. I um, think it's important to scare your child on Halloween. Yeah. The Bible says that children love when we dress them like pumpkins and eat their regular clothes. <laughs> this computer has a thing about eating other <laughs> eating. Things, eating inappropriate things. Uh-huh. Fireman costumes are the only flame resistant costumes at the Halloween store. Others will be walking into <laughs> death. Science. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's science. Okay, here they have wow. a they have a, a a script for an episode of Scrubs. <laughs> Good lord. Craig, you'll you'll get more of this than I did. Exterior sure. outside of Sacred Heart Hospital. Dr. Carr pulls up and honks to the nurses. JD narrates, a doctor does nice things. One thing is to carry money all the time and make a patient look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Carr crashes into JD, but not the JD that matters. Music plays as everywhere waves inward. The hospital entrance has a large pile of orange soda, which the janitor stands before, threatening others away from it using his beaker of hospital juice. JD smiles. That- that makes complete sense for the janitor. The janitor yeah. would absolutely do something like that. Yeah, they nailed the janitor. Um, <laughs> there's a let's see. There's a couple of other scripts in here, <laughs> and then we can move on. Um, scrolling, scrolling. Yeah, they ha- here they have an ad for beef. It's not just parts of vegetables. That's <laughs> that's fair. That's very true. Here's here's an uh, uh, a script for an episode of X Files. Uh, interior, the door room. The phone rings through the computer. Mulder nods at the computer. Door slides open. Mulder nods at the door. Scully sighs into the office. Mulder points to Scully. He nods at Scully. Mulder. The old woman that just got off the phone with me is a ghost, and I'm guessing that's an X-File. Scully. Look, agent, this is, that is science, believe it or not. Mulder. (laughs) Don't you think that God is the best? Scully. That's the only thing I've heard. Mulder nods and crawls outside into a car. (laughs) <laughs> oh here they have a wikipedia entry for mario mario is a fictional jerk he is a norwegian carpenter who mistreats women blue overalls with yellow buttons are the classic outfit of mario super darkness is purchasable with the golden coins mario collects weird you want a seinfeld script In- interior comedy club jerry dating is the opposite of tuna salmon is the opposite of everything else i'm sure you know what i mean Cut to exterior New York City. Yankee Stadium. Yeah. <laughs> Yankee Stadium is on fire. George walks out of it, then starts dancing. The crowd applauds. George. Oh, no, 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 no. Little George is grabbing my spaghetti. I think I have to tell him the truth about the all George baseball team. George burned down Yankee Stadium. How how did he do that? He's just the traveling undersecretary or whatever the heck he was. The undersecretary to the traveling manager. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. They're in Interior Monk's Cafe. George is wearing a $20 hat that says hello to horse. George. <laughs> I'm kind of like the captain of hygiene. Jerry. Mind the fish, George. Elaine, say something to George. Look for anything wrong with him. <laughs> and it just keeps going on and on. Good Lord. Bizarre. That's Botnik. Well, that was something... Do we have some Star Wars news being the weekend of Star Wars? The last no, Jedi? not talking about it. I know my news is I know people have gone to see it and a lot of my friends like it. That's yeah. my news. Also, Ryan Johnson has been imploring people to not go to see it because he accidentally left his um, 
his uh, uh, debit card number in a scene, and he forgot he didn't erase it. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Yeah. So he's been the, the the director has been actively telling people to not go. <laughs> is this just a promotional stunt? This is him on Twitter, no, and okay. it's gone it's gone viral. So I mean, it's yeah. There's a lot of shenanigans that go on on Twitter. Okay. I, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I don't take my Twitter very seriously. Craig, yours is very clean. I like yours. You 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 do a very good job of running your Twitter. I, on the other hand, have changed my name to Snowsif. So, (laughs) (laughs) Merry Christmas. (laughs) I, yeah. So, I'm kind of curious as to how they didn't catch something like that in post, but (laughs) I think he's making a joke. Mm -hmm. I I think, yeah, that that has to be it. (laughs) Or maybe he used the numbers from, or some numbers from his debit card and they appear on some, you know, computer panel somewhere. I don't know. But uh, episode nine which we'll be seeing sometime in the future, um, may possibly have the 20th Century Fox logo back in the beginning. Oh, sure. Except now it's 21st Century Fox. I didn't know they changed the name, but eh, what are we, nobody, uh, nobody 17 knew. years in? So <laughs> who knows when that happened? Yeah, hmm. Disney's Disney bought them or is buying them. Yeah, it's, 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 it is bought um, pending um, basically being approved by, you know, the who's it's and what's it's mm-hmm. um, antitrust kind of stuff because they got to make sure we're not turning Disney into a monopoly mm-hmm. um, or, or something similar. So, yeah, there'll be there'll be reviews on all that kind of thing. But um, the interesting thing for the geek world, what that comes out to is uh, now it means all or nearly all of Marvel's mm-hmm. characters are all under the Disney umbrella now. So now we can have every single Marvel movie have way too many characters in it because now they can cross <laughs> all the X-Men into the Avengers and they can bring the fantastic four right. on over to Deadpool. And Oh my God. I De- hope they Deadpool keep it. Won't I hope they show a little s- anymore about lawsuits. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Are you kidding? The next Deadpool movie is going to be filled with references to this buyout. I guarantee you. And the fact that Ooh. there won't be any more lawsuits. <laughs> when, they, when, 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 when Captain America shows up in the Deadpool movie, Deadpool will remark on that, what just happened. Yeah, provided and he why, doesn't, doesn't and get why killed Captain off, America as you predicted. They'll have a new Captain America. The Falcon guy will become Captain America. Oh, yeah, okay. There's always going to be a Captain America at this point. They just... So what all's left as far as like the, the media companies? Like what, who, who else is out there now? Because if they bought out all of 21st Century Fox or most of it, uh, and Disney already owns most of the market as it is. I don't even know who's left. Well, Time Warner. Okay. Um, yeah, what's, what's, what's a media company? I mean, there's, there's still a right. bunch of movie studios. Comcast, um, is, a, Comcast is a monster. Mm-hmm. Comcast owns a ton of stuff. Isn't that Viacom? Comcast, Viacom? Aren't they like all that. the same? Um, yeah. And I, well, I've heard that, uh, something to do with if, uh, if Disney opted to increase the the rates on which they, um, uh, broadcast their shows and Comcast denied that, then they could effectively uh, withhold all of their content. So they're, they're sort of at this um, weird transition period and and it, it could turn out to be a stalemate in the end. Depending. 
The big names I'm seeing listed is there's a company that's like a blanket company that owns a ton of stuff that's called National Amusements. Mm. And it owns um, a lot of TV and film stuff. But uh, then there's also Disney, which now owns 21st Century Fox and everything that goes with it. Time Warner is its own beast. Uh, There's Comcast. And um, then there's one called News Corp that owns a ton of stuff. It's not a whole lot to choose from. Well, they own they own 20th Century Fox, so I guess they don't. 20th or 21st? Whatever it's <laughs> are they it's separate just, now? It's it's, it's 20th <laughs> and it's 20th in this little infographic I'm looking at, and Sony, of course. That's mm. a True. ton of stuff too. Comcast is the monster. Um, I mean Disney's bigger now because of the uh, this buyout, um, but Comcast right. is probably still 50 billion dollars bigger than Disney after all of this. Mm-hmm. Just this is looking at an infographic from whenever it was made. So anyway, yeah. So does does this mean now? Was this the thing? Was this the 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 sticking part of the point in the deal that that now are we going to be able to get um, full HD original trilogy Star Wars without that goofy crap from '97 in them? I don't know, and I I I've stopped I stopped caring about that <laughs> argument. 19 years ago. Damn it, I want my original trilogy Blu-ray. Make it happen, Disney. Yeah, 19 years ago, I was four. <laughs> so <laughs> You were five years old when Phantom Menace came out. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> wow. I'm a baby, guys. Yeah, no kidding. At least that's what I hear. Let's see what else we got here. Unless you got a, a more 21st century Disney news. <laughs> Maybe is that what they're going to call the company now? Gosh. 21st century Disney. I don't know. It just it seems like the, 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 our options are, I, I'm kind of curious to see what it's going to be like in 20 years, as far as what the, uh, the ma- the major media conglomerates and what they're putting out and what they own and how they sort of change the landscape of what we consume. Um, you know, now that we are in a totally digital age and they, they do take up, um, pretty much everything now does, you know, Disney getting 21st century Fox, uh, it's sort of the horizontal, um, what do they call it? The horizontal, uh, shift or a horizontal buyout. They, I don't know. I have no idea. I'm, I'm a little worried about it. I'm sure we'll all survive. (laughs) <laughs> of course, we will have to get through the restaurant wars, where in the end, Taco Bell will be the only restaurant. I would be a little. I would be okay with that. I would if be Demolition, perfectly fine with that. If Demolition Man is to be believed. <laughs> in fact, I'm I'm headed there after we're done recording <laughs> for my birthday lunch. Well, good for you. <laughs> Let's see here. Oh, here's a. Here's a fun story. uh, Verona Koliki, who lives in London but is originally from Kosovo, was visiting a beach in Montenegro about a decade ago with her family. One of her family members took a snapshot of her and some of the other kids who were there with her. Recently, she showed some photos from this trip to her fiancé, Mirand Buzaku. And he looked at the photo and looked a little closer and looked a little closer and pointed to a, uh, a boy... Um, riding on a, like a big full mat floaty 
um, in swim trunks with a t-shirt on, kind of in the background. And he said, I think that's me. (laughs) And so he conferred with his family and they found out that, yes, in fact, his family went on a vacation at the exact same beach that weekend Mm -hmm. a decade ago. And so this couple's first photo together is actually from when they were kids. Aww. That's adorable. Serendipity. It is serendipitous sometimes. That should be a Christmas movie. It's super cute. Yeah, well, like 15 minutes long, and I don't know that you can make a movie out of that. They can make a movie out of anything. There's already a bad John Cusack movie called Serendipity. That's true. Does it occur at Christmas? I'm not sure. Um, I don't recall. I, I've watched it long ago. In, in either what? case, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. That's that, true. So that is, we know for a fact. So is mm-hmm. Gremlins. Of course. Yeah, well, heck yeah, Gremlins <laughs> is a Christmas movie. I would argue that uh, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone and, and like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, things you wouldn't expect to be Christmas movies, I also would say those are Christmas movies as well. Did Willy Wonka happen during... Christmas time. Uh it no, but they tend to play it on um on like stations like Freeform and Oh sure, sure. I mean there's things like It's a Wonderful Life, which isn't strictly about Christmas. It's just a winter it, movie. It, it plays <laughs> well, I mean the the final scene is, you know, they're putting decorations on the Christmas tree and the angel gets you know, angel gets their wings and the bell rings yeah. and all that crap. But the movie is not about Christmas. It's no. about a guy who wants to kill himself. Mm-hmm. Cheery. Um but they they play it at Christmas time because it's so <laughs> uplifting at the end. <laughs> and they always do Harry Potter marathons over over the holidays. Like over and over and over. That's true. That started the weekend of Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well speaking of Christmas has everybody finished with their Christmas shopping? Sure. Just over a week to go. Some people might uh, not be. You want to? Should we share some Christmas gift ideas? I don't have any, but I do. Okay. <laughs> oh, I I see where you're going with this. I can play. Oh yeah, let's do it. Okay. First of all, we have here at uh, Walmart. Not physically at Walmart. It's on their website, but they are selling. A marijuana Christmas tree. <laughs> That's right. Merry Christmas. It, it, the gift that keeps on giving. Well, it's plastic. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, the weed Christmas tree is uh, seven feet tall, made of faux marijuana leaves. <laughs> it's uh, $250. Oh, my God. They interviewed um, somebody that grows pot. <laughs> And said, how much would it cost if you made one for real? And uh, let's see. Washington State cannabis farmer Crystal Oliver said that a seven-foot cannabis plant, which would take several months to grow outdoors, would probably sell for $200. But that would be a plant uh, for a plant that is not in flower and weeks away from harvest. Uh, If it was flowering, it would be worth hundreds and hundreds more. Timing is everything. Oh, my God. (laughs) So, yeah, Walmart.com. I mean, they do have everything. (laughs) On the website, they do, yeah. They they have a lot in the store, but they have even more online. I'm I'm going down listicles of of various things you could get for people. I'm sorry, what was that horrible word you used? Listicles. 
I believe that's banned on the show. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know. Okay, well, okay. If I tell you that I have found a thing, an item called hander pants, would that would that for, uh, win me some points there? What what what, what pants? Hander pants. So basically, they're whitey tighties <laughs> that go on your hands, and they're fingerless. <laughs> and the, the the elastic goes around your wrists, and it it's underwear for your hands. Oh. Merry Christmas. Uh, I found some unicorn meat. It kind of looks like spam, I think. Oh, it comes spam. in a, it comes in a spam like uh, tin. I've, yes. I've I've seen this. Yeah, it's cho- it's a chopped up unicorn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it's yeah. plush. It's a plush dismembered unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, let's see. Asian man wall decal. Oh uh, yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, it's uh the the caption says if you're feeling super lonely, this nice Asian man can be stuck on your wall so you can have a perpetual friend or dad. And it's just an Asian dude with glasses and like a button-up shirt smiling mm-hmm. at you. Yep. Yeah. Pretty much. And, and if and if you get lonely with just that one Asian person there, you could go if you live in Japan, you could go and hire a bunch of other people to come over and pretend to be your friends like we talked about recently. Yeah. You, you could have a party. Mhm. <laughs> <laughs> All for a very reasonable price. $28, uh, according to this list, this uh, L word. Hmm. <laughs> uh, I have I found inflatable toast. Inflatable toast. For $7.36, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> now you can have your toast and eat it, too. What? You know, I... it's, it's like literally looks like a slice of toast, but you blow it up. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's like toast sized. Okay, here's 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 what that's useful for. That's where you put your jelly. Oh. And then you you know spooch it out <laughs> on your on your toast. And you can and you can keep your jelly and your toast separate so that it doesn't get the the toast soggy and you can keep the jelly and the toast in the little sandwich container that's shaped for it. <laughs> uh it will pull back the curtain a little bit. We're all wearing headphones and you did the little fart noise and it was like right <laughs> in my ear. And it was kind of a wet one. Craig. <laughs> oh. oh, you're gosh. welcome. I found a cheeseburger costume, but it's not what you think. It's it ju- it's a giant <laughs> inflatable cheeseburger that goes on top of your head. That's it. <laughs> that's the costume. It's oh, a it's, hat. It's a, that's a hat. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it looks more like a helmet, <laughs> to be honest. Wow. Well, speak, oh. speaking of uh, of uh, meat gifts, meat related gifts. Sure, um, Joseph Craig and I are from Wisconsin, where there's this uh, little company. Maybe you've heard of them called Johnsonville. They make I, I... bratwurst or brat, okay. oh. brat, brats, as we say. Um, yes, yes, yeah. They have a new kitchen item. I didn't know they sold kitchen items. I thought they just sold meat, but apparently they have a. Uh, it's it's this new thing uh, out just in time for Christmas, and uh, it's kind of like a countertop George Foreman grill thing, but instead of uh, instead of just a plate with you know ridges in it or whatever the George Foreman grill, it's supposed to siphon off all the grease. It's just got uh, five um, bratwurst shaped uh, indentations in it, so it Ooh. actually like completely 
covers up your your brats. Johnsonville brats, a package of Johnsonville brats has five brats in it. So you put your whole package in there. <laughs> whoa, whoa! <laughs> and what? it's it's shaped just perfectly for uh, your, your for your sausages. Oh, and uh, it, you just close the lid and it cooks them. Seventy nine ninety five. And I'm, I'm seeing I'm seeing the commercial now where the guy's talking about and you, you can put your whole package. Mm-hmm. In. <laughs> it's endorsed by uh, Brett Favre and Boomer Esiason. Oh, oh, well, goodness. Oh, wow. Brett, Brett Favre has something to say about it. That giant douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, he's not getting enough fat Wrangler money. He's got to do a Johnsonville broad. Yeah. Commercial now, or or razor money, or uh, yeah. uh, uh, copper compression sleeve money. <laughs> He's graduated to bratwurst. <laughs> <laughs> copper compression sleeve. Yeah, I can't think of anything else I've seen him pitching. I just know he's he's been a Wrangler spokesman for other than his own his own long long junk junk pictures yeah. to random female people reporters. Oh. Anyway. Wow, he's I'm, lucky he did that ten years ago, or he'd be in real hot water right now. No kidding. And uh, let's see, I found this. The Adequate Man blog has the 2017 <laughs> Haters that's, Guide. That's, that's you, Mike. We we talked about it. you had that on your business card, Mike yeah, Brock. How Adequate. about that? Yeah. Well, there's a there's a there's a blog. Um, the 2017 Haters Guide to the Williams Sonoma catalog. So you can hate gift people. Um, hate, hate gift your yuppie. I do have Christmas shopping left to do. Hate gift your your annoying yuppie relatives. Um, <laughs> and we'll just go through a few of these. They have the uh, Mike. As you go through these, tell me which ones you would hate to receive the most. Go. <laughs> well, we'll have to do that at the end. Um, okay. Let's see. First off, we have the "Twas the Night Before Christmas" nut bowl. <laughs> Featuring decorative scalloped rims. <laughs> they say decorative scalloped rims is easily the porniest phrase I've ever uh, seen used in this catalog, and that goes for the entire screw pole section as well. <laughs> Please note that if you put anything other than nuts in your decorative nut bowl, whatever is inside turns to poison and everyone in the house dies. Whoa. Did you say porniest? Porniest, yes, that is the word they used. I'm, I'm gonna write that down. I want to use that one day. That one. I want to use that. that. I want to use that every day. That word. Yeah. Is, that word, word is allowed day. here. Yeah. Um, Morning. Bosca fondue set. Fondue. Oh, baby, it's the '70s again. Let's have everybody over for a fondue party. Oh wait, I'm sorry, I forgot to. Uh, uh, Nut bowl, eleven ninety six. The price. Um, Bosca fondue set, three ninety nine ninety five. That's in, for the ni- in nineteen seventies dollars. 19 what this is this is 2017 i know but that's when fondue sets were popular it's right. like the 60s and mm-hmm. up to about the mid 70s yeah yeah they 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 uh who, who who makes fondue in their home now in 2017 who does that um n- no one and and uh <laughs> the, the blog calls them out on that and yeah. says uh good and says you listen to me william sonoma there will never be a fondue sans <laughs> ever you can bring back a lot of things from the the 80s or the 70s tube tops keyboards uh but the fondue stays <laughs> was enjoying 
uh, cheese really a problem for the general population before uh, the Dutch boy here forged his first cheese broadsword? <laughs> they uh, they have a little story about the uh, what's this guy's name? Wilhelm Willem Boss uh, from Bodegraven, Holland, a small town near Gouda, who uh, combined his love for cheese with innovative craftsmanship. Apparently, he he invented the fondue set. Um, but they call bullshit on that. And here we have the uh, William Sonoma Wine Aerator. Aerates and filters wine as you pour. No decanting required, twenty nine ninety five. Okay, but if no decanting is required, why is there a decanter on sale for sixty two ninety nine immediately above it? What kind of hustle are you guys pulling? <laughs> Keep in mind that they sold an aerator with a decanter last year. So now I'm completely spun around. Do I aerate? Do I decant? Do I aerate and decant? Uh, let's see Trisha Yearwood Christmas in a cup $16.95 vibrant mix of cranberry pomegranate and citrus excuse me I was told no country shit in my catalog this is strictly wasp territory Trisha you're out of your element go peddle your Christmas in a cup back in Arkansas or whatever vibrant mix my ass a real hillbilly Christmas in a cup is just a roasted squirrel a packet of raw grits and a copy of the Duck Dynasty Christmas album <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go go oh, pedal man. your what was it? Go pedal your hillbilly. What? <laughs> um, uh, go pedal your Christmas in a cup back in Arkansas or whatever. <laughs> you hillbilly. I'll just add that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. Uh, snowman marshmallow floaters, twelve ninety five for a dozen. Add our latest marshmallows and mug toppers for a festive treat. Now, these are little, well, they're actually, they're reasonably, they're not like the mini marshmallows. They're somewhere in between a mini marshmallow and a regular marshmallow, it looks like. But they've got little faces painted on them in colored sugar. Well, that's festive. <laughs> We've covered the wild price inflation that Big Mallow has inflicted on customers here in the past. Why so cruel? But there's also the fact that you will never get me to put something called a floater in my drink. I will be forever amused by the fact that the brand managers at Williams-Sonoma probably all gathered together in a conference room and were like, hey, what should we call our artisanal marshmallows that have been crafted with cane sugar and cane uh, cage-free egg whites? How about floaters? Nothing says Christmas like a big, <laughs> hot, chocolatey floater. Does that work for everyone? Why is Ned laughing? Floater. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> gentlemen, I am looking at a list right now on Amazon called Oprah's Favorite Things, and it's a, an entirely Christmas-dedicated uh, bullshit thing for Oprah. And it, I, oh, I want to show you this. It's is the there most... is there a single item on the list that costs less than a hundred dollars? Let's see. I am looking at the Echo Show. I'm looking at my audio pet Bluetooth speakers. I don't even want to know what that is. Okay. Um, but I'm looking at a very a poorly photoshopped photo of uh, Oprah on the back of a sleigh in some like uh, ice queen dress with a white robe over her shoulders. Uh, it, I I, w- I want to show you. And there's like these dogs pulling. They're not even like sleigh dogs. They're like. Pomeranians. <laughs> <laughs> little froofy, big bushy tail. Oh, so cute. They're like German shepherds or something. Okay. It's it's very, very 
it's, it's what people who have never spent significant time outside or in the cold think pulls a snow dog. Uh, I don't. A, 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 it's a, a very sleigh. <laughs> what kind of dogs? Well, a big one, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. The ones that look like wolves. <laughs> Just get us dogs that look like wolves. You know, wild dogs. That's what they that pull sleighs, right? In the in the woods. Uh, it's not even a human list. Like I, I'm not looking at something humans put together. Smart Nora snoring solution Wait for two hundred nine dollars. Are you suggesting Botnik did this? <laughs> Botnik's Oprah Christmas <laughs> list of things of things that she, of th- but that's what it, it would need to be called something like you know Oprah's list of favorite things that she loves likes yeah. you know that's what that's what the computer would put together for the name <laughs> that she that she loves likes <laughs> for everybody isn't that how she talks yeah and she like kind of shakes her hands like in a slow like in a little wrist to wrist uh, motion like, that's what I just did yeah yeah, yeah. is the webcam I- on. Are you are, are, <laughs> are you are you uh, are you shaking your forearms like just <laughs> yeah like uh, oh man I don't know what I'm looking at guys there's this guy talking to her <laughs> and she looks she looks angry and but the lo- little logo is all pretty with the ornaments and it says Oprah's favorite things 2017 and he's trying to explain something to her she looks very unimpressed to be perfectly honest that was the day where she said you want me to do a photo shoot for what. <laughs> there's a fo- there's a photo of both of them holding toothbrushes and looking in the camera i don't know what's going on i have a feeling that nothing has impressed oprah in about 15 years <laughs> same probably when i was eight that's when i was last impressed oh, <laughs> you want to talk about uh about craig you suggested nothing was under a hundred dollars Let's look at the uh, the most expensive thing in the Williams Sonoma catalog. Oh, good lord! To close this out, the Zura Z6 automatic coffee machine. Regular price forty nine hundred dollars. Special value save twelve hundred. New price thirty six ninety nine ninety five. Does it suck your dick? <laughs> what forty nine hundred dollars? Oh no no, it's thirty seven hundred dollars on sale for a coffee machine. Mm hmm. Revolutionary. That's, that's that's water run over ground up beans. Well, I don't know. It might suck your dick. Listen to this description. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Revolutionary pulse extraction process technology optimizes Whoa. extraction time to produce the perfect espresso. Oh, choose from ten different brew strengths. <laughs> the blog says, I don't know what 90% of that sentence means, but for $3,700, that fucker better extract more than just coffee. So he agrees with you, Craig. <laughs> wow! Oh, I nailed it! It better dispense, like, bitcoins. As long as mankind exists, he will continually strive to find new and innovative ways to make coffee more expensive than it ever needs to be. Just go to a fucking diner. <laughs> Whatever the top brew strength is, it better turn me... House and get, it, get it yourself for yeah. free. Get, walk house. behind the counter... <laughs> Do it quietly, though. Don't wake up the employee. He says, whatever the top brew strength is, it better turn me into Spider-Man. <laughs> I, oh. I I kind of blacked out for a second before you start going into this topic. And the one thing I heard as soon as I came back to consciousness was, it it better suck my dick. <laughs> and I immediately, like, sir, reaching for my wallet. <laughs> 
<laughs> like instinctively <laughs> trying to trying to remember what's the limit on on the, this credit card and that credit card and, yeah. <laughs> well you know there's here's the here's the deal some things ordinary people should not be able to buy so for instance if you want a good cup of coffee you and like a quality cup of coffee you got to find the right bean and if you want the right beans uh done right you got to go somewhere to get it made find a guy that can actually brew it for you the right way uh so as far as uh, buying a machine that will suck your dick, sometimes you just can't buy that. <laughs> oh, but you can, Joseph. Ah, <laughs> uh, I forgot. <laughs> Take a look on the internet. You oh. see, you say you had a hard time <laughs> finding interesting things to talk about. Yeah, type that into Google sometime. I don't okay. machine, machine that will. Okay, okay, okay. Well, let's, <laughs> Let's be fair, then, if we're going to do this. Let's open it up to everybody and say, machine that will lick your junk. There you uh, go. There you go. Well, <laughs> that was very, that was nicely gender neutral of you, Craig. Well, it, it, it gives everybody a good little. Right. <laughs> Can you? No, I'm not going. Okay. Of course, for people who or of course, for people who aren't interested in any sort of sex of, in any way, shape or form, then they, they, they just get the coffee. I when you giggled, I honestly had Mickey Mouse in my head for some reason, and it was like, oh, holy God. <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty good Mickey Mouse. If Mickey Mouse, uh, dick sucking machine. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Right. Moving on. On on that note, do we want to talk briefly about uh, stuff you do, Joseph? Oh, ye, uh, what what do I do? Uh, I do. Uh, you used things. to do a podcast, and now you do a different podcast. Well, uh, here, okay, so uh, I am the co-producer of Bookshop Media, and that is Kevin Ray and my production company, and we actually produce podcasts, um, and uh, uh, and we also host other content on our platform. For instance, uh, my friend Carlin Jones, I actually went to college with him. He uh, is a grip in Atlanta, but he also does what he calls the Starfighter movie reviews, and so he contributes to Bookshop Media by using our platform to talk about movies that he enjoys or did not enjoy. For instance, uh, Flatliners. <laughs> <laughs> Flatliners was a big disappointment for him because he's the biggest Ellen Page fan I've ever met in my life. Um, but I am the, uh, I'm also the co-host with Kevin Ray of the Late Nights podcast. And Kevin is the co-host of another show we produce called Stay Determined, an Undertale podcast. We are huge Undertale fans on the side of the internet. <laughs> Um, and it's kind of dark over here sometimes. <laughs> Undertale. Have either, Undertale. Have you, yeah, have either of you played Undertale? No. That's oh. a no. Okay, I recommend it. Um, it's, it is definitely targeted to a younger audience, but it, it's the storyline is superb. Um, and you don't even know what the storyline is until you get to the very end. Like That's when everything's sort of revealed, and you follow It's all, the, it's all the big mystery. Sort of, yeah. I, I mean, you, you, you're a little girl, and you fall into a hole in the ground, and then suddenly you're in this underworld. Um, and this underworld has cute and weird characters and kind of scary characters as you wander along, and the story is driven both narratively and with music. The music is its own character. Um, and you have the option to kill every character you encounter. Or, nice! Or spare them. You could spare them in fun ways and... The more you spare them, the more uh, you 
learn about who they are and what their role is in this world that's been created by one guy named Toby Fox. And it is a massive success. They just released it on PS4. And uh, Kate Chudley and Kevin Ray are the co-hosts of a podcast entirely dedicated to Undertale. And it is also driven driven by music. And I'm the editor of that show. I see. So you're you got your fingers dipped in all sorts of pools. I I definitely stay busy with all of the things. And I, yeah, I love to um, I love making digital content. That's my passion. I love editing and producing things. You know, our, our equipment uh, that we purchased for our show, The Late Nights, that was back in 2015. And I was working at a coffee shop. Uh, and at the time, did you have a forty nine hundred dollar coffee maker? No, I wish. And it, no, it did not suck my dick either. Um, <laughs> everybody lost in that work. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I spent all of the tips that I had earned to to start our podcast. And it was um, the late nights. Fast forward two years and we're still doing it. And that's late nights. K-N-I-G-T-A-S. K-N-Kniggets. Late Kniggets. Yes, the late Kniggets. <laughs> uh, and we talk about everything between... Um, the first half hour, we generally talk about our life and what's been going on and we catch up and whatever. And then the second half of the show, we talk about a movie, a book and a video game that we've been playing and occasionally life stuff. We talk about everything from uh, our, our current feud is which film was better, Moana or Zootopia. So when he <laughs> when Kevin came over to my apartment, when he saw the Wi-Fi a network was titled Moana is better than Zootopia, <laughs> he was not very happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah so we talk about all kinds of weird stuff and there's um and now you're going to talk about this podcast Ooh. oh man and how yeah machines and... okay okay <laughs> why are you fixated oh I, 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 <laughs> sorry i <laughs> never even said it i had to joke write down the time <laughs> i don't know our show is so strange and we it we don't censor ourselves very well um, <laughs> I was like, Craig, are you sure you want me to come on? But <laughs> like, have you, have you listened to the show? <laughs> no, no, you're, you're fine. We're but good. yeah, yeah, but that's what we do. Um, we, we just produce podcasts and we do live streams with friends of the show. Um, as a matter of fact, I'll be meeting with some of them today. Cool. Yeah. We will make sure to, uh, make sure to give us, uh, send us links to all the things yes, that people please. can find. Yeah, we'll absolutely. Throw that on the website. Yeah, you can find the late nights on iTunes, SoundCloud. You can find Stay Determined on iTunes and SoundCloud. Um, if you want to stay up to date on all the content that we produce, the best way to do that is just to go on Facebook and follow Bookshop Media. We do tons of live streams. Uh, we play everything from uh, Betrayal on the House on the Hill or at the House on the Hill uh, with uh, the Geek Renaissance. They're a local Atlanta-based uh, Twitch streaming couple. Um, of course, you can catch Starfighter, Starfighter movie reviews, and we have a Patreon. Anybody can go on there and pledge to us and, you know, get high quality downloads of all the things that we do. We have a very close relationship with all of our patrons. So it's awesome. Cool. Yeah, dog. <laughs> we didn't get into talking about uh, what Patreon did recently. Maybe we'll talk about that next time. Oh, uh, boy. Yeah, they, they've been sending uh, dozens and dozens of apologetic emails about what they Decided to do and then what they decided not to do. And now they're contacting all the people who uh, pulled out from their Patreon pledges, mm -hmm. 
to say, hey, we changed it. You can please go back to the people you were supporting at the time um, because that sucked. <laughs> yeah. But, so there's that. Mm-hmm. Is that we're, not, we're not. We're not going to get it. We're not going to get into the whole Patreon thing here because that that's a whole that's a discussion of what they did. Maybe we'll maybe maybe on the next episode. I don't know who's our guest. Do they give a crap about Patreon? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, Mike, do we have anything else? Uh, we have a Kevin question. Excellent. Next time is Kurt. Does Kurt care about Patreon? Uh, he'll have some fun stuff to say about it. I'm sure. Okay. Kevin question. Yes. Uh, Kevin is a guy who emails us every week with a question or a multi-part question oftentimes. And we read it and try to answer it as best we can. Ooh. And uh, mostly make fun of Kevin. But yeah, but mostly make fun of Kevin. Uh, we are up to 43 question. Technically 44. We're not going <laughs> to start doing that every time. <laughs> Okay, I get to, I get to do it, it this one time. <laughs> I was out to lunch with my wife the other day. The menu listed my side options as, quote, choice of fries, chips, fruit or sweet potato tots. That would be choice of fries, comma, chips, comma, fruit or sweet potato tots. I elected the fries, comma, chips, comma, and fruit, comma, at which point I was told I was being a, a dick and knew what they what they meant. <laughs> Uh, she she claims that the Oxford comma isn't needed because it can be figured out from context. I say I did figure it out from context, and I should get all three sides. I need a ruling from Nerdburger. <laughs> to bolster my position, they did use the Oxford comma in a different spot on the menu. They listed the, oh. av- the available barbecue sauces as, quote, apple bacon, comma, Southern Carolina, comma, and Memphis. Thanks. All right. Kevin, P.S. I will not be returning to this restaurant because what kind of animal doesn't capitalize Southern Carolina and Memphis? <laughs> and they didn't. They were they were not uncapitalized. Okay. As you know, Mike, I have very, very strong convictions about the Oxford comma. I am in full support of it. I think it should be everywhere. And if you don't put the Oxford comma somewhere, there's probably something chemically imbalanced in you. So that said, I am also a great believer in language and the fact that language evolves and changes and that it's it's a little bit mutable and sometimes you do just have to figure something out from context. So I was leaning toward actually saying, hey, you know, Kevin, you're being a dick. Um, but after he said that the Oxford comma was in fact used properly elsewhere, then that's that's a, that's a punctuation error on their part. And yes, you should have gotten all three sides. Yeah, the the absence of the comma uh, before the word or in the list of sides, um, and we're talking about money exchange, exchanging hands, exchanging money for for goods or services in this case of uh, uh, food and service of bringing you the food, um, right. and and so you gotta be strictly to look at this through a, a strictly legal lens, legal ease, um, and and be specific about the language and punctuation that is used. And so I agree he should have gotten all three. I agree as well, because if you have grammar rules in your own writing, and then you start contradicting those rules where you're using commas and you're not using commas, everything starts descending into madness. Cats and dogs living together. Damn it. I I was going to make that Ghostbusters reference. (laughs) (laughs) You beat me to it. (laughs) Um, That's nerd burger for you. (laughs) 
Brooker. We beat you to it. <laughs> we we can't shut our yaps and let our guests get a word in edgewise. Nerdburger. Nerdburger, where the guest speaking is extraneous noise. <laughs> right in my ear. Hey, I turned my head. <laughs> so there you go, Kevin. I think that gives you your answer. You say you're not going back in there, but now that you have all three of these Oxford comma uh, experts on your side, um, you know, I'd be happy to uh, to to write a little thing and, and actually put my signature on it and tell them to, uh, well, suck it. Much like a forty nine hundred. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Contact your attorney, Kevin. You've hey. got a case. Absolutely, they owe you three sides. And email us and let us know what this restaurant is so that we can all go there and get all three sides ourselves. Mm-hmm. You need to get the quick, sweet thoughts. Quick before, they, quick before, quick before they, they change the menu. Yeah, don't 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 go complain to them until we get a chance to go and get the three sides. You need to steal a menu. Because then they'll change the menu if, if, you, uh, if you get after them legally. Yeah. Speaking of menus, a, a very, very quick anecdote. Um, the, we have a, a favorite Chinese restaurant that we go to. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, Craig, you've been there. And, yes, um, they had a special when we went like a month month or so ago, maybe five weeks ago. They had a, a new special, and it was um, it was uh, jalapeno and cilantro, something or other. <laughs> like jalapeno and cilantro in Chinese food, it's like Chinese Chinesican. It's like Mexican Chinese food. <laughs> and I'm like, that sounds great. I'm gonna get that. And uh, and I got it with the beef because they had an they had option meat all the meat options that you usually have at a Chinese restaurant separated by uh, Oxford you know commas and the Oxford commas so that you didn't assume you would get all the meats well and and with their own prices too so right okay gotcha yeah, obviously the shrimp is the most expensive <laughs> but um they have really good high uh, uh high quality everything there like better than the prices would indicate um so that's why we keep going there. And uh, oh, yeah. their, their beef I'm is aware. their beef is excellent, and they, they, the the beef that they used in this specifically is uh, it's a part of the shoulder that's called the uh, Teres Major, and and they actually the owner of the restaurant came over and and explained like because I was like how the hell did you cook this meat medium rare when it's an eighth of an inch thick, <laughs> and he's like well it's a really good cut of meat and told me which one it was and I looked it up and now I'm now I'm obsessed. But uh, anyway, it was amazing and um, extremely hot, and I, I like spicy food. And we went back a couple weeks later, and it was still there on the on the specials board. And I made a big deal about it again, about how awesome it was. And I and I told them, I said, you should put this on the menu. Ha 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 ha. And uh, and then we got um, uh, earlier this week, we got a menu in our mailbox from. Oh yeah. And I was looking through it, and they had a bunch of uh, little red new things next to stuff like a bunch of new menu items and i i looked over the menu i looked over it and i looked over it and i couldn't and it wasn't in the chef specials i didn't see it and and it wasn't in the uh, authentic chinese food section i didn't see it there and i'm like oh i got disappointed and so then i just started looking at what all the new things were having given up for my special having been added to the menu and <laughs> sure enough all the way at the bottom of the beef and pork section was beef jalapeno and cilantro <laughs> new I am taking credit for this having been added to the menu because I made a big deal about it twice getting the beef both times when there were three other meat options and what did they how did they add it to the menu where did they put it under beef 
<laughs> You're welcome, East Cobb. <laughs> Occasional. You're welcome to this tiny segment of <laughs> society that goes to this Chinese restaurant occasionally and likes spicy food as well. Mm-hmm. But hey, you got to take your wins where you can get them. That's right. Best birthday present ever. Now I <laughs> oh, get good. to have it and every I'm time. <laughs> I, I arranged that. <laughs> oh, did welcome. you? Oh, yeah. thanks. Thanks, Craig. <laughs> All righty. Joseph, thank you for joining us. Yes, thank, thank you, you for having me. Um, Mike, where can they find us? They can find us at nerdburgershow.com, at nerdburgershow on the Twitters and the Facebook. Email us, nerdburgershow at gmail.com. And you can find Joseph and all his cool stuff by going down to our show notes, and I'm sure there'll be a list of things there for you to check out. Um, and you can find Nerdburger Game. Go to nerdburgergames.com for all sorts of game stuff, and you can go to drivethroughrpg.com to buy Murders and Acquisitions, the new holiday bonus thing that came out with that, and the Capers Preview Edition. And Joseph? Uh, you can find me at Fouts Films on Twitter and Instagram. And if you'd like to follow Bookshop Media and all that we do, you can go on facebook.com slash bookshopmedia, or you can find us on Twitter. On the next episode of Nerdburger, Mike and Craig purchased the Walt Disney Company, ensuring that absolutely every Marvel character is in absolutely every Marvel movie from this point forward, because Craig always does things people don't like. I want Iron Man, and I want Captain America, and I want the X-Men, and I want the Silver Surfer. You'll get nothing you like it. Do we get all the Star Wars characters, too? Oh, well, that's another thing that can happen now, is if you watch Parks and Rec, Patton Oswalt's filibuster describing his uh, crossover universes, that can happen now. (laughs) Everything he mentions is owned by Disney now. Really? Yes. This thing that he described has got to be made... I mean, they, they got to get like, you know, like I said, one of these college humor sites or, or, you know, funny or die or one of those groups that, that they can just get the people to come in with their costume and do like a 10 minute thing that tells the story that he tells with like the actual actors just, you know, showing up for like a minute a piece. They got to do it. Patton Oswalt can see the future. Can <laughs> just like, the, just like the Simpsons did. <laughs> The Simpsons called that out, too, with a, a sight gag once with the 20th Century Fox logo, and below it it said, a subsidiary of the Disney company. Oh, yeah. 25 years ago. Anyway. Well, when you've been around that long, you know, a stopped clock and all that. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>